Hi everyone, my name is M. Hollister Graves from the United Kingdom, and I would like to welcome you to the Romantic Truth Podcast. Please be advised that the content of the show is for adults 18 and over. And now, here's your host, Zhaozhen. Zhaozhen, according to Pew Research, online dating is more common among younger adults than among older people. About half of those under 30, 53% report having ever used a dating site or app, compared with 37% of those ages 30 to 49, 20% of those 50 to 64, and 13% of those 65 and older. Hi everyone, Johnson with you here, Romantic Truth Las Vegas. I thank you for that, Natalie. Now, what she described is reflective in a lot of people's attitudes toward dating online. Now, specifically, we're going to talk about people 35 and over. That means those of you in your 40s, 50s, and 60s and beyond when it comes to online dating. Because at each one of these tiers, there's a difference in style and the way you go about it, the way you interact. Let's first start with uh, those people who are 35 going into their 40s. Now, it's more or less like reverse generational processing. These people are in Gen Y, and which means that these individuals are millennials. They have already gone through some of the knocks in life already from their teens into their 20s. Now they're in their 30s. And at this point, people are a little bit more seasoned. They have an idea of what they're looking for in a partner. Now, this is the initial stages for many of them because some of them stayed at the party too long. And they're starting to get serious now because they're going to be 40 soon. 40 is like that departure date when it comes down to between being responsible and irresponsible. By the time you're 40, uh, people are accepting fewer excuses from you at this point. As far as you're not having a job or you're not having some kind of career or something like that, they're less tolerant of, of discrepancies. Now, here's the thing. At this point, what usually happens with a lot of people going at 35 to 40? They may have a mortgage or would like to buy a house at this point. They may have children or planning on having children. In other words, throughout this period, people are looking to take on more responsibility. Now, they still have a little time before they have to really start working on bringing down their debt. But what they're trying to do is to make the adjustment of the debt that they're going to carry long term, such as a mortgage. So things such as student loans will be more of a long-term endeavor for most people. Car payments, they're going to try to get rid of those early, usually credit cards. They're trying to lighten the load so that they can have a clear idea as to where they're going and what they're going to owe. 
which means that by this time, ladies, you should have gotten out of that fantasy phase of meeting the wealthy billionaire that's going to take you into the sunset. You'll be living on a yacht for the rest of your days. You should have grown out of that by now at 35. If you haven't, you're going to be passed over by more men and used by others. Now, some of you will wind up with an older guy. But then what do you usually hear with younger women with a guy in his 70s or 60s? Well, he can't get it up. Or he falls asleep. Or is this or that. So you're with him for convenience. Meanwhile, even though he's got the stability for you financially, maybe, your youth is being dwindled away in that period of time. You know your heart is not into this guy. You're into him because he's convenient and he's taking care of you. Now, there's something that will truly fall in love with the person, but rarely. Now, let's look at a few other things here, shall we? One of the things we need to really consider here is that online, you'll probably be looking for someone if you're female someone your age or maybe five years older. No more than that, usually. So if you're 35, you might look for a guy that's 40. The reason being is that the two of you are trying to go through that experience together. And the one thing you may be fearful of is getting with a younger guy that's immature. It depends on where you are in life and what your actual agenda or goals are. They may be different. You may want to be with younger men. You may not want to have a house. You may want to go and live your life off the land or whatever. Up to you, if it works. Well, here's the thing you got to keep in mind. When you go online at 35, what are some of the things you're looking for and not looking for? Well, the compliments are obligatory. Men will give you those. What you're not looking for at around 35 and up, you're not looking for a guy that's trying to look for a place to stay or trying to have you actually take care of him. You're not looking for someone that you got to invest heavily in. And fellas, the same thing goes for women. You see, the problem is this, and I've seen this happen a lot of times. Many times women want the guy to get serious first and to get everything in order. And even though she's messed up the earlier part of her life, when she's getting serious all of a sudden, she looks at it from the standpoint of, well, you're supposed to have all this ready for me. A sense of entitlement. And some of them have this. And where do they get it from? From walking on men that will lay down and let them remain entitled and not making them accountable or responsible. And that's where it winds up going. So, what do you see online, ladies? You see a lot of guys that may have good packaging, handsome, has a decent profile, but what's some of the things that you're trying to avoid? Let's face it. Many of you are trying to avoid a man with kids. 
Fellas, I'm just telling the truth. Many of you are trying to avoid men that are paying child support. You want the fewest amount of encumbrances you possibly can have going in. Fellas, as you know, we demonstrate the way we feel about carrying on a lot of liabilities, right? As soon as a guy finds out she has a child, a lot of times that guy is not want to be want to be with her. But here's the thing that you have to realize, ladies. Some of you with children or with multiple children, you're only going to get the same kind of man that you complain about because you're picking from the same tree in the same garden. But there have to be some improvements in you in order to also work on getting a better man. Because you have to remember, some of you ladies have let some guys impregnate you that you know you regret that it, that it had happened. You didn't regret the kids, of course, but the whole relationship with the guy. And the thing now is for you is to avoid making cyclical mistakes. Not necessarily having children with the guy, but just being in a bad relationship with the guy. Sometimes you don't like to make modifications and you want it as I am. And that's the problem. So what I'm getting at is when we get into our 30s sometimes, going into our 40s, we start to stiffen up on our beliefs and and the way things should be. And if you don't watch it, you become too rigid. By the time you're in your 50s or 60s, you're so rigid that you isolate yourself. Now, another thing you'll run across in this situation, you may have somebody that has a lot of toys and have an expensive lifestyle. They may be living beyond their means. This, I will tell you, is one thing from 35 and up you need to be very vigilant on. If that person's buying things and doing things, taking you on all this, and they're complaining about it, they really can't afford it. You guys, 35 and up, the last thing you need is one of the young girls in that other category from 18 to 34 that still think you're Santa Claus. Now, a lot of guys will go for these women because it takes very little in order to get with many of them. The only thing they have to do is buy them a few trinkets and then all of a sudden the girl's all over them. Good luck with that, fellas. Hope you have deep pockets. Now, you'll find some women in that younger age group that understands that, hey, I'm not making that much money. And if I got with a man that's going to be devoted to me and he's not making that much money, we could put our resources together and probably get something done. It happens. It happens more often than you think. But here's the thing. A lot of women don't opt for that. I'm talking about women... 34 and below. Many of them are going for the money. Now, the other thing to keep in mind, at 40, 
you got a whole different perspective. Because what do we do? We put more pressure on ourselves as we age, as to things that we have to accomplish. The clock is ticking and we got to get to a certain point in life because we made that agenda for ourselves. Just because you made it doesn't mean it has to come to fruition. But you try to use it as a measure of progress in life. I get it. The main thing is by the time you're 45, as I always said, you want to be able to peer back where you come from, you want to be able to peer forward it's where you're going. Because you're halfway done. Now, what does this mean? When you go online, if you're over the age of 35, no matter male or female, mainly we're talking about females right now. If you're over the age of 35, what you should be looking for instead of how much he's spending and on and on, you need to be looking at how much is he saving? How much is he putting away for himself? Is he tackling his debt? Always just living off of credit cards, wanting to go out every night, want to take you out every night. Of course, a lot of women like that. But what you have to realize is that if he's reckless with money now, and he's not your man, and he's just dating you, oh, just think about when you guys get together. Oh, and you're going to try to fix that? Forget it. Because that's what he's used to doing. Those guys are usually not ready for relationships. Because they're still in the process of trying to get validation, trying to prove themselves. So what do you see? How many times have you written in about this, ladies? You ladies in your 40s and 50s. The guy that has a nice uh, Barracuda or the nice Corvette in the background. He's got his gun collection up there. He's got his 4 by 4 and all of this other stuff. But he has very little in his bio about him. Oh, he'll put down what he's looking for in a woman. But it tells the women very little about him. I guess the pictures are supposed to be the representation of his success. Now, fellas, especially you older guys, I know back in the day, it was cool to go deer hunting and to go and shoot the deer and then have a picture taken with the deer and that kind of thing. A lot of women are turned off by that shit. Now, depending on your region, if you're looking for a woman in your region and that's a popular thing among the women, good luck, but keep in mind, that's going to limit the scope of women you'll be, in, you'll be appealing to. Now, if you're specifically looking for that woman that's going to wear that apron, that's going to skin that deer, then maybe that's the woman for you. But don't complain when you run short on finding women like that and you start getting mad at the world. It has to do with your choice. Ladies, those of you in your 50s, especially, late 40s, 50s, and into your early 60s, don't bash men 
where you start your profile talking about men or this, men or that, blah, blah, blah. Who are you going to get? You're going to attract no one but angry men at women. Unless that's what you want. You want a debate partner? There you go. If you're looking for a relationship, you need to go and take care of those issues before you get on the dating site. Because I'm going to tell you, the very thing you say you don't want is a challenge for the people that you don't want. They're going to be the first one to show up and try to prove you wrong. Now there's some other dating dynamics. A lot of older people now, 45 and up, are realizing now, oh, I can date interracially. I'm not under the constraints I was when I was younger and my parents taught me one way and that's the way it was and I would bring shame and embarrassment to the family. Now you're seeing these younger people dating whoever they want to and not giving a shit. Therefore, a lot of these older people, because they're more flexible, my generation, boomer generation in particular, And the reason for that has been because of the fact that our parents were in the silent generation. That is quote. Our boomer generation came up with rock and roll. Our boomer generation dealt with every kind of nuance and change you can imagine. With a man on the moon, you name it. Vietnam, we had to go through all that shit. Soul, disco, all of that. So it's a whole different dynamic. So we are more susceptible to change than many of the past generations, such as the, the silent generation, the great generation. Gen X, the same thing. But see, here's the problem with Gen X. Those people that born somewhere around 1960 67 or something like that until the 80s what's wrong with that generation is primarily they want to act like they are the elders and they're only in their 50s Now, what we have to come to grips with is this. This is not a pissing contest. But what you're finding is that only 13% of people over the age of 60 or over the age of 65 is dealing with uh, online dating. And the reason for that? Well, when it comes down to the technological curve, they weren't exposed to a lot of uh, consumer-faced technology. Think about it. The latest piece of technology when many of these people got into their prime, into their 20s, was a typewriter, maybe a mimeograph machine. But I didn't remember those, didn't you? Um, telephone. Hell, I remember when we went from rotary to push button. 
In certain areas of Mississippi, you had to wind a damn phone up to talk. Still. You had phone booths. God, he saved those things. Because God knows what those people would do with the receivers. But these were things you had to do. And the cleaners would make a killing back then because people would put a lot of change in their pockets and those cha that change would lead to holes in their pockets, which meant that they had to be sewn up. And so we lost a lot of people when we first got the computer. They were like, okay, I don't need to know about no cell phone, nothing like that. Just give me a regular flip phone. And that's where some people stopped. This explains the demographic for those that are not necessarily engaged in technology. They don't want the uh, internet as far as uh, meeting somebody. They'd rather do it face to face, old school, old school style. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that, trust me. That is a viable way to meet a person. However, when it comes to compatibility, you kind of limit it with the people that are in proximity to you. You may be more compatible with someone 20 miles away that you don't even know than you are with the person who's right down the street that you see every weekend. But there's another thing. A lot of people before using the internet or going online, they used to have to work on their coping skills to cope with situations that weren't, were not necessarily ideal for the relationship to function. So they had to repress themselves. Well, with technology, what we're asking for as individuals, we're asking more of a precise fit. Not perfection. Just a better overall fit in a relationship with a partner. Because what has happened now, many people have gotten out of relationships and they realize, well, you know, damn, I put up with that shit for those years. I coped with that. Well, let me get a better fit if I'm going to go back into the dating realm. Now, a lot of seniors use our time. Our time is a good platform. Now, there's some younger people that use our time because they're into older people. Please understand, too, that your age, there's some people that have a fetish about being sexually active with older people. It's a turn on for some people. They had a show on one of the channels a while back. This lady was 86, 87 years old. She was still sleeping with 35-year-old men, still wearing lingerie in the whole nine yards. And these guys had a fetish for older women. The only thing I can say, nothing's wrong with it. If that's what you like and things work out, there's anything wrong with it. Now, a lot of women, unfortunately, write themselves off when they get about 60 or so. 
Oh, nobody's going to want me. There's a lady I'm crazy about right now. She's 66 years old. Lives in Canada. Single. Beautiful woman. But see, the problem, a lot of you ladies attach age to beauty. And you fall into that trap of what the people on Madison Avenue, Fifth Avenue, and on Park Avenue try to tell you about yourselves. You got to remember, most of those guys that came up with the blonde bombshell and all of that, they weren't married to those kind of women. Those are the women they desired, not the women they had. So they set the beauty standard on something they didn't even have. That's what you got to realize. A lot of those marketing executives wanted that Swedish blonde. Most of the Swedish women I've dated, they're very, they're beautiful women, but they're very modest women. They've been over the top or nothing like that. But what we try to do, we try to exploit things here in America to make it larger than life, better than it ever was. But you shouldn't kick yourself because you're 60 plus. Ladies, we're doing that shit. You ladies in your 50s. When, when women are in their 50s, I notice that they're a little bit more sassier. And when I say sassy, I'm not talking about, I remember, <laughs> when I talk about sassier, I mean, it's not where they got to, they're more of a smart ass in their 50s. Put it that way. And it's cool. Because they have, had experience in, in relationships, so they're now a little bit more seasoned. Now, it doesn't thing to keep in mind. Usually when a woman gets into her mid to late 40s, she's done with the bullshit. She knows what she's looking for. At this point, she's looking for debt abatement. She's looking, if you're going to be her partner, she's looking for somebody that's trying to pay shit off. Because she's preparing so that later on in life, she's not struggling to keep that house. She's not struggling to keep that car. She's not struggling for this or that. That's if she's responsible. If she's irresponsible, she's pushing the accelerator, trying to spend more money, trying to get more credit cards to get another man to pay for it. Fellas, if you're still trying to prove yourself in your 40s and 50s and 60s to a woman, and the only thing she's doing is running up the bills, you're a damn fool and you get what you deserve. You get what you deserve. You see, after a certain point, You guys should have a plan about how you're going to live your lives later on. Now, a few things to keep in mind. You're going to find a lot of women, especially in their 40s, still trying to see if they still got it. 
a lot of these are divorcees, some are widows, some of them are separated. They want to still still see if what their husband told them that was so negative to see whether or not it's true. And then you have others that write this show talk about, oh, I would never go on a dating site because it, that makes me seem desperate. No, your mindset is desperate. That's the problem. Because we think we're just going to snap our finger and meet somebody at the grocery store. Snap our finger and meet somebody at work. Snap our finger and meet somebody wherever. Not going to happen that way. Just because it was easier for you to find your partner the first time around and marry, oh, the environment has changed since then. You look at the small numbers as people age, according to the uh, Pew Research, look at the smaller number of people online as they age. Now what you have to think about is, being that the te technology was introduced where the younger people grew up in it, as you go up the ladder in age, you're trying to learn the technologies. These kids were immersed in. You know, kid was uh, fascinated. He was about maybe 25 when we were talking the other day. And he was talking about getting into IT. And I told him, I said, I remember we had what we call punch down cards. What are those? I said, you had a stack of cards. And you had to feed them into the system, into the computer in order to print your program. And if you tripped or fell or the cards fell out of order, you had to put them back in order. And then, using reel-to-reel, -reel, the tapes. I remember Xerox when they rolled out one of the first computers that was designed and that thing sat on this big-ass tray and took up a lot of space for a green screen with a blinking cursor. We've come a long way, folks. But here's what I would say to you. If you're a senior, don't be intimidated by technology. Technology is a tool. It won't make you look stupid. You won't look stupid putting up a profile. You just got to know how to do it and what to put up. Primarily, a nice tight headshot, a full-length body shot of yourself. I would leave dogs out of it. I would leave kids out of it, grandkids out of it. You don't want to put self-defeating statements in your profile such as, my, my family comes first, or my pets come first, or my fur babies come first. What you're doing is turning off every man that would be interested in you. Because what they see is, oh, her current life is more important than it would be if she had someone else in it. Another mistake a lot of you older ladies make. Whatever lifestyle you have, Babysitting the kids, walking the dog and all this, 
with your little schedules in order to keep you busy because now you're retired or whatever. Please understand that's your lifestyle. The relationship will have a lifestyle of its own as well. And your partner will have a lifestyle. And if you think that what you're going to be able to do is find someone that's going to fit right into your lifestyle and everything is going to go swell because you have chosen this is the way it's going to be and I got to find a partner that's going to fit in right here. Well, you might not find that partner and may wonder why. And the reason, I can tell you right off the bat, you become too central. You gotta be flexible. Now, a lot of people like to meet people in social outings, karaoke bars, or some kind of food tasting group that they have online or something like that, where they go out to different places, or some kind of car buffs type of uh, environment. Nothing's wrong with that. But understand one thing. That's the focal point of your initial meeting. That's just to get you guys to be in the same place together. But it's going to take more than that for you guys to actually be together. I know it sounds obvious, but you'll be surprised how many people think that, oh, we have the same interest, so we have the same interest in automobiles, so therefore, we'll be compatible. Even when you're not, a lot of people will try to force that compatibility because they like certain things. Because the other person may like it also. Now, partners and buddies. This is another one. Ladies, let me tell you this. If you're over 45 and you're sleeping with a guy, couple of things to keep in mind. Let him know up front that you're looking for exclusivity. I know some of you want to say I'm casually dating. I want to date a whole bunch of guys. Here's the problem with that. Some of you have written in about this as well. You still want to be adored by these men that you've missed out on because of your relationship or marriage? You know STDs don't give a fuck about your age, right? I'm just letting you know this because some of you written in, you slipped up. Younger men, no condoms. Uh, You're not in your marriage anymore. Because, see, a lot of women who have been married for a long period of time, they don't want the condom. And what you have to understand, ladies, is this. Until you get to know that man, you want somebody that's one-on-one. If you're looking to be a little bit safer. Now, if you're looking to take risk, well, you could be with these other guys, but make sure they wear a condom. Because I'm going to tell you, some of these guys don't give a damn. The environment has changed from when you were out there. People wanted to protect their reputation 
So they wouldn't have sex with a person for the most part because they didn't want to give them something if they had something. I'm an STD. Now, these people don't give a shit. They'll give you that STD and walk around like nothing happened and blame it on you. This is what you have to watch. Now, later on after you guys are comfortable together and you guys are been where you guys can trust each other, that's okay. Oh, and by the way, ladies, uh, telling the guy, well, you know, you can see whoever you want to see as long as you wear a condom. Don't count on that shit. Don't count on that. You know, there was a lady that I knew of years ago and she was in love with this guy so much and this dude treated her like crap cheated on her everything and so finally she just told him as long as you just wear a condom you'll be okay now how are you gonna tell this man to wear a condom and before you met him before this lady met him he already had three kids by three different women after they were together he had two more kids with two other women And you notice she asked him to put on a condom when he's out there. Not to put on a condom when he's with her. Things you gotta think about. So, you find a guy and you like him. You're online. You got your profile together. Your profile, ladies, let's just go over the profile right quick. Especially you ladies in your 40s, 50s, and 60s. What should be the priority? It should be about you under your bio. About your personality. About your character. Not about what you wear. Not about where you like to go to eat. None of that. Just about you. That man wants to find out what caliber of woman he's going to be with if she chooses. The characteristics you're looking for in a man. You can put those down. Now, a couple of things to keep in mind. Whatever you may put down where a guy is not, that's going to be the guy that's going to try to win you over. You already know this. So if you're looking for a tall guy that's you know, living somewhere near where you live, this guy may live 20 miles away from you and maybe five foot three. And he's still trying for you, trying to wear you down. You have to end those interactions quickly. Another thing that's going to be an impediment to many of you ladies, I've told you this over and over, those grown ass kids living at your house, it's going to be problematic. And the reason why I say this, it's not because you have to put them out or nothing like that. Those are not the ones you have to worry about. Those are not the ones that guys are worried about. They're worried about the mother 
that wants the kid out but no doesn't know how to put him out or can't put him out or her out the daughter that's where the problem is and therefore they feel as though a relationship is going to fulfill that or that guy going and talking to him telling him to go no and this is why a lot of men don't want to get involved I face that shit in spades here in Vegas. Well, what would you recommend that I do? Sell the house. That's what my therapist said. Yep, the therapist was right. Sell the damn house. Oh, I've told many women that. because they're getting older and they feel as though they don't want to sever that relationship because when they think they'll need their kid they won't be there for them it's the what if however what happens with most kids they can't wait to leave home mom and dad have rules they can make their own when they're out As I told you before, I can see if the parent is sick or ailing, or if it's a situation where the mom's kind of frail and she needs some sort of protection. That I can see wholeheartedly without a problem. Like for instance, if she's the only person there and what I'm talking about in particular are those that are using her. She knows in a way she's being used, but then won't admit it. That's what I'm talking about. That's exactly what I'm talking about. You see, the one thing you got to realize, ladies, is this. You got to separate yourself from the task, from the obligations, from the titles. What men want in you, when you're 45 and up, ladies, is you first. But if you're putting all this other shit in front of him first, he's like, well, why deal with this? You're still putting everything before you as a woman. And that reflects on how you feel about yourself. At least that's the way man perceives it. You don't want to have any kind of photos revealing where you live. If you meet this person online, if there are any photos or anything you want to share with them, 
please do it after you've gone and done the event or whatever. So instead of telling them that, oh, you know, we're going to Buffalo Wild Wings tonight, watch a football game. And you're just telling what you're going to do, but not necessarily inviting him. Well, hell, he may look at that as an invitation. Oh, that's a good way to meet her. And before you know it, this bastard's going through every Buffalo Wild Wings in the whole region until they find you. Mm -mm. Now, another thing. Avoid the tendency of laying down the law or laying down the rules. He's not a kid. Now, you've been mom and grandma. You've been head of household and you've been used to doing that. Or, ladies, another thing that will turn a man off, calling yourself a boss bitch or that you're a boss or something of that sort, or you're independent. We don't want to hear that shit. We already know you are. Because what that does for us, it makes us realize, oh, she's still an activist. She's still fighting a fight that should have been resolved when she got her divorce. Why is she bringing this shit up now? That's the way we look at it. And this is the reason why a lot of those women that are like that will always get dick and no man. Some of you ladies, believe it or not, are not going to wind up with a decent relationship with a man until you're in your 40s, 50s, or 60s. Throughout the earlier part of your lives, you've stumble-fucked all the way through, and now you're taking yourself seriously for the first time. Ask some of these single moms that had babies in the 90s. They leveled that shit out now. Plenty of those women back from that day used to tease me about not having kids. Talking to them now? Shit. They looking for husbands. They looking to start families. They looking for a solid permanent boyfriend. That fantasy they had in their head is faded. they saw the struggle they had to go through and they were hyped by the bullshit of I can do everything by myself and blah 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 it's just amazing you know sometimes just to look at how we're influenced by sometimes feelings and sentiments that are not even warranted or justified. I never forget one time I had to, I was going to take a woman on a date. I got over to the house and her roommate told me, she said, well, she's upstairs. She's crying. I said, crying? He said, yeah, she went on and took a shower and she just, she wanted to call you and tell you that wasn't going on a date. She got the door closed and locked in the bedroom. I had to go knock on the door. She opened up. 
she's talking in the mirror talking about how ugly she is and blah. And I'm like, no, nah, you're not ugly. If you were ugly, trust me. Mm-mm. You're not ugly. I said, now you got some nice thighs because, uh, you know, I think you'd be a damn good running back at LSU. But never mind. Um, she was a nice looking lady. Very nice looking. But she's always been told by her family and other people that she was less than. And the reason why they, she was always told that was because she was the prettiest one in the family, of course. And they tried to keep her self-esteem down. Well, she had talked to one of her relatives prior to me coming over, and that kind of got her in that mindset. And it was funny. I sat there with her, and I said, why don't you look in the mirror? And she looks in the mirror, and I described everything. I said, I want you to describe yourself. Describe what you think is beautiful about you. There's nothing beautiful about me, and you need to get out of here because I'm naked, blah, blah, blah. I said, no, that's all right. <laughs> you ain't kicking me out now. I haven't seen the goods. Rush out the shower. And she said, well, I got to go do something right quick. I'm like, okay. So she went out to the bedroom and walked downstairs. And she told her roommate that she was sorry about the way she treated her and the way she spoke to her. Roommate was understanding. She was like, honey, don't worry about it, blah, 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 blah. And she said, you better go put some clothes on for that man, Jeffy Bone. And I'm saying to myself, I ain't gonna Jeffy Bone, but I And so she was like, well, you need to get out so I can get ready. And I said, now we gotta go back in front of the mirror and you gotta look at yourself and tell you, tell me what you like about yourself, what you don't. And everything she's criticized herself on, I told her, I said, now, who told you you had a big nose? Who told you? Because she didn't have a big nose. I said, who told you that? And then she would go down the list of family members and friends. And then later on, she dried up a bit. And I said, well, I better go downstairs and let you get dressed. And she grabbed me by the hand, gave me a kiss. And before we knew it, on the bed. And, whew, thank God for Trojan condoms. The kids I would have had that night. But anyway, we got to, we went on our date. It was a nice day. And the funny thing was, there was this other couple waiting at the valet when we finished our date, went to a comedy club. And the wife, I guess the wife, I'm assuming it was his wife. She told my girl, she said, you know, everything you're wearing, your hair and everything, it looks beautiful on you. And I'll admit, she was hooked up. She had this peach dress, it was peach. And the highlight was this kind of royal blue color. And the way she had, the shit just looked, it looked good. And we get back. And it was really interesting. 
when she said, you know, I learned something about myself today. Asked her what, she said, I'm keeping it a secret. I tell you one thing. Old girl kept her distance from her family. And she really started being more proactive in her own happiness. Started taking yoga classes, calling me up, wanting to play volleyball, whipping my ass in volleyball, tried to teach me how to play tennis. I hit a poor bird for no reason by accident. I'm still sorry I hit that sparrow. He lived though. And she actually got me out doing things that I normally wouldn't do. Try to get me to play golf again. I said, no, we're not doing that. It's too expensive because it's like a graveyard after I finish playing on the golf course. I dig up every inch, and, inch of soil there is. Look like a damn undertaker went out there. And we had a wonderful relationship for a short period of time. Old girl got so confident, she said, you know what? <laughs> I'm going back to UCLA and finish school. And sure as shit, to her word, she did. I think she majored in biomedicine or something with medicine in it. I know she was telling me she was going to go to law school. And she wanted to go to Loyola. And we dated off and on, but for the most part, she was into her books and doing that. But what she had to get rid of, it was a burden that she had on her shoulders. And that was the negative vibe her family was constantly giving her. It held her back. Some of you ladies are still carrying baggage from family, from ex-husbands, ex-boyfriends from years ago. Damn, baggage has dust on it. You're still dragging that shit with you every relationship throughout your life and you gotta realize you put it down you probably feel a little bit better your back probably won't hurt as much but a lot of times these people don't care they're only concerned about what they can do and what they can get so what do we take away out of this particularly don't be intimidated about online dating. Take your time with your profile. Oh, and another thing, ladies, please don't do this. Don't let your daughters write your profile for you. Do it yourself so you can use your own vernacular, your own verbiage. Because they're trying to put that special touch on it. Sometimes that doesn't work for you. I'm just telling you. If you're worried about grammar, use Grammarly, the app. You don't have to write the Gettysburg Address and say everything you've done in your life. But it's all about you. You can let them know some of the activities you're into. The other thing. The most important thing on there are going to be your preferences. What you're looking for. It's going to filter out a lot of people. You're not looking for any kind of scams or multi-level marketing things. We'll talk about that 
in the next episode after the well I'll tell you what I'll talk about it in the next segment I'll make another segment for this and we'll talk about that so we'll look at some of the pitfalls of online dating as well Let's get into the nitty-gritty of seniors dating online. Now, as was mentioned earlier, only 13% from 65 and up, 20% up to that group. So we're only talking about 33% of people over the age of 50, roughly, maybe in their 40s and up, that are actually doing this. Now, a few things. If you hear the word patriot, in a profile, if you see that word, Patriot, might have the flag, they might have a Trump sticker or something like that, they're a Trump supporter. If you are a Trump supporter, then you guys will probably get along. If you're not, please don't go in there trying to persuade the person in the other direction. It's just going to lead to a headache. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. I'm telling you. Just don't do it. Now, other things you may see, you may see put in, people put in MSNBC, must be an MSNBC subscriber, or must be a Fox News subscriber, or something like that, or must love uh, Tucker Carlson. Any political type of agendas that are being raised in their profile, if you are not associated with that particular endeavor, don't try to don't try to use the art of persuasion. Don't try to go in there and try to change their views, whether it's conservative extreme or liberal extreme. Just don't do it. It's a waste. The next thing: be careful, especially you guys, because there's some women that want to use you emotionally. In other words, they want to keep the relationship virtual online they have no intentions of ever meeting you and you guys could be right around the block from each other and the reason for that is she likes the way things are she wants a pen pal she doesn't want a relationship and what she more than likely did was kind of presented herself as looking for a relationship but she just want what we used to call a needle buddy somebody that just going to exchange conversation, photos, that kind of thing. And meanwhile, this person is going to tell you about all their problems and get your supportive uh, recommendations. Don't fall for that. Because it's all bullshit. You don't need it. You don't need it. The last thing you need is a bundle of nerves coming to you And basically, you can't help them because, hell, you'll never be with them or never be around them. Well, they'll talk big shit about how they would like to meet you and everything. But in reality, they have no plans to do so. They like things the way they are. You will run across many of those. Now, circumstances. A lot of people would be on fixed income. 
Now here's the problem for some people, for a good majority of you. Half of you don't want to admit or let others know that you're on a fixed income from Social Security. Don't be ashamed of it. Be proud of it. Because, especially you guys, you'll have some women talk about, well, yeah, he doesn't have anything. He's on Social Security. Well, he's on something that somebody else is not on. That's for damn sure. Because a lot of people are out there in the streets with nothing. So don't feel embarrassed. You don't have to go out and tell them you're on Social Security. But what I'm implying is that let them know you got a budget. But I want to go to Arnie Morton's. Well, you know, that's out of my price range. Uh, I can afford Applebee's. And if she complains about Applebee's, she's not for you. Move on. Because, see, the whole thing with this human dynamic of, of uh, status is in shaming the other person. That's all it is. Until someone shames them. And it's not so much fun. So, don't bust a nut for that. Don't try to go and act like you're all that. You're on a fixed income, for the most part, many of you. Now, the other thing. Assets, such as houses and that kind of thing. If you are a senior man, and she asks you if you own a house, um, fellas, let me tell you something. She may be sizing you up for her retirement fund. It's supposed to be about getting to know you as a person, not what you have. If she's coming in there for what you have, that means... Let me tell you what happens with a lot of women like this. Two things happen. The one that is actually trying to assess as to whether you have a house or not, and then she's doing a pissing contest with you by telling you she owns three or four or five. I have found that women or in that 60 range, 50, late 50s, 60 range, a lot of them got it through marriage. They didn't get it through busting their asses. So, don't feel inferior when they say, oh, well, I own four houses, and the guy says he only owns one. one. Don't let that phase you, fellas. Because some of you, you've been shaken by that. As I told you, one thing I learned from my ex, to be with a woman that could buy anything on the planet that she wanted to, half the time she wasn't preoccupied shopping or spending money it was a relationship which she was preoccupied with see it's a whole different dynamic when you have something that you've been 
wanting. But see, she's never wanted money, so she wouldn't know what it was like to be without it. But this is what I'm telling you guys. At this point, you really have to be careful. There are a lot of women that fucked off their lives based on their beauty and their looks and everything else while they were younger. And now they don't have that appeal anymore. And so they're scrambling for a man that's going to take care of them. The luster has worn off. There are women this very day that wouldn't even talk to me back, wouldn't even say hello to me back in the day. That are hitting me up on Facebook talking about starting a relationship. Because they're shit out of luck. The guys that they were with, they're like, uh, okay, well, I'm going with somebody younger. So they're on their last leg, still trying to go. They didn't work a job where they had any kind of uh, retirement or social security. Letting these men take care of them. And now, they don't have anything to fall back on but their children. Another thing you will find in some online situations, fellas, those mothers that basically didn't prepare for themselves and the kids are taking care of them. Sometimes the kids will vent to you like in a situation I was in years ago. This young lady had to co-sign for her mother for a car. Usually stops that we're around. Mama was living in her two-bedroom apartment. Old girl wanted to bring her man over to move in. And the daughter was leaning on me like, um, well, I hope you and my mom make it. Not after what I saw in the first two weeks. She felt entitled. Oh, my kid's gonna take care of me. They supposed to. When I heard that, I said, shit. Mm-mm. No. Because as far as she saw it, she did this remarkable thing of giving birth as if other mothers haven't done that in the past. But she thought because she had to give birth that it was special. I felt sorry for her daughter. Daughter didn't get married until she was 40. Dealing with that situation. And she was the mom and the young lady wasn't gonna kick her out in the street or nothing, but when I talked to her about, hey, well, maybe in the future there's a possibility we can get together, she was like, oh, no, 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 no. If I'm, my daughter's moving in with us. I'm like, oh, it's like a new, new. And what happens a lot of times when the mother winds up living with the daughter or the son? Everybody's one paycheck pretty much away from that happening. 
you have to look at several things. Economic factors, healthcare factors. But it's a different mindset when the mother feels entitled to use their children is what I'm getting at. If they respect the child, that's different. Just like those kids that stay at home and feel as though they're entitled to use their mom or their dad or use their mom. She's a nurturer. I don't, I don't forget one time when I had to move my mom in because of her illness. And <laughs> I was dating this lady. She got so comfortable, she arranged, rearranged my closet and everything with her stuff. We had sex one night. I'll never forget the next morning. She's listening to my mom telling her about how good the sex was. That was the wrong person to talk about something like that to. She gave her an education. And at that time, I didn't realize sick my mother was. But it happens. People don't want to keep their pride and dignity and things to themselves. It's understandable. But the one thing to keep in mind, ladies, as a rule of thumb, don't do anything like especially you young women, mother you learn things from about the guy now another thing with this online dating as I told you before ladies you don't let him pick you up on the first date I don't give a damn how well and frequently y'all talk on the phone how you video chatted no he ain't picking your ass up you get your own transportation there he may be a different person online than he is in person Wait until you see a matchup between the two personalities. If he's talking all this shit online and then you meet him and then all of a sudden he's clamming up, it tells you what you're dealing with. You're dealing with an introvert. If the person's kind of low-key online, but over-the-top in person, extrovert. The person is balanced they're the same way they are online as they are in person now if there's any uncertainty about anything as far as you don't feel as though uh, you don't want to be overly obligated to him as I told you before if he didn't suggest it for a date suggest a coffee date something very simple very cheap now fellas let me tell you something more mature women will be good with this over a lot of young women that want to be seen and want the attention. Older 
women are used to meetings because where they work, they have meetings, right? And it's not an attention contest. So you're dealing with a whole different dynamic. She's trying to see whether or not you measured up to the person you presented. She could be wild later and she knows this. And another thing about a woman 45 and up usually, really as far as 35 and up, she can afford to where she can afford to be where she wants to go. And not only that, here's the thing that mature women do. If she wants to go to a restaurant, she'll say something like, on the first day, let's go Dutch. Pay for yours, I pay for mine. Now the reason why a woman would do that who is very smart and wise, the reason why she would do that is because she knows good and well. She has control over her time over meeting you, whether or not she wants to see you again, and not only that, she can leave whenever she so desires, but she drove. So everything works and she doesn't have any obligation to you. She doesn't feel as though she owes you anything. As a rule of thumb, men, when you start dealing with women, especially older women, whatever you give them, never accept it back in return. That's the reason why you got to make sure it's warranted to give her something. Because it's for her. I remember that time Monica and I went to that damn class where, they, where you can make silver rings and stuff. And aluminum rings, they had the different rings you could make. A different material. We made each other rings that night. Couldn't get the size right for nothing. We had to make it over and over again until we got it right. In those moments. Hell, she could have bought us some big ass rings and bought us anything we wanted, but she wanted something that we worked on together. Kinda cool. And so, don't be afraid to do that, ladies, to tell them, hey, no, we can go Dutch. I want to go to this restaurant. And that's it. You're going, you're paying for yours, he's paying for his. Later on, then you guys go. But it all depends. Depends on the two of you, how you agree on it. Another thing, too, online. If a guy sends you a dick pic, report him. Block him. Done. Fellas, women don't want to see your hard dick or your shrivel up dick. They want to feel it and see it later because, see, the thing is, they haven't made the connection between your penis and them yet. Women have to make the connection between the man, their emotions, and their feelings, the logic of the two of you being together chemistry of you two being together, the emotional affair she can envision between the two of you, and then there's a possibility 
it could lead to arousal and intimacy. Just to help you out. Now, another thing too. When you're interacting with a lady online, especially a more mature woman, she's going to have her views and her opinions. True enough. If she's trying to persuade you or cut yours down, maybe you guys shouldn't meet. Then again, it may become a competition of will. I'm going to win you over to my side, whether you like it or not. You don't have to play those games. Now, another thing that you may face as well in this collage of experiences. She may want to set up a babysitting date. Depends on how cool you are with that. I've only been on, what, two of those? Uh-uh. Fellow stressful, you don't want to do it. You little bastards be climbing all over you and they had a hand. And where the fuck do these kids get sticky hands from? What the fuck do they... And then one had a worm in his pocket and a damn spider in the other one. One kid was trying to say something to me and as he was speaking, he sneezed and a whole glob of green snot came out of his nose and he inhaled and sucked that shit back in. It fucked me up for the rest of the... I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Couldn't do the day. No, no, couldn't do that shit. Had to get up and leave. You know that was rude. You, you, uh, you damn straight guy. Ooh, ooh. I never forget that shit. It was like that snot said peekaboo and then went back in. I was like, oh fuck no. Yeah, he needs to go blow his nose. That's a sinal infection ever I saw one. Babysitting dates, out. Uh, wedding dates on first dates, out. Now, fellas, let me tell you something about that. The wedding dates on the first date. You don't want to do that, and I'll tell you why. There are going to be some fine-ass women that's going to turn your head at that wedding at that reception that you don't even know yet that she may know temptation is too great no no wedding dates shopping ladies is not a date let me make that clear once more shopping is not a date Some of you classify dog walking as a date. 
Yeah, a lot of people would uh, go down the beach in Santa Monica or down at Badena Point, which is kind of cool, sun setting, and you're enjoying yourselves. I've done it many times with many dates. Um, the other thing, when you're deciding on where you're going to meet, ladies, if he's not asking for your input but telling you where you're going to go, what you're going to do, where you're going to go, and then decides to tell you what you're going to wear, uh, it's about time to put halt to that shit. Don't, don't let that slide. Don't try to go in and please him. Uh, uh, please. Appease him. Don't try to do that. Uh-uh. That may be what he's accustomed to. Mm-mm. He should ask your permission. surprise fellas one thing a woman likes to hear is for you to ask her what her favorite color is because for a lot of women that's personalized that's when I learned about that damn periwinkle and you can ask any woman you go to any store you can ask a woman uh, what what is the color periwinkle she could point that shit out to you in a heartbeat. Ask a man that question. Perry who? You mean Perry Mason? We'll be talking all kind of crazy shit because we don't know. Because this is what women do. They pay attention to detail. They pay attention to detail. Now, when it comes down to meeting this person on the first date, whatever the four category questions I always tell you. You want to find out about him, his background, who are you, what drives him, his purpose, what are his strengths and weaknesses, and ladies, this is a no-brainer if he tells you he's great at everything he's lying you won't directly ask him these questions as I'm giving them to you but you can ask him in a roundabout way in conversation very good at that and what is his intentions what are they because you want to get a feel whether this person has a sense of self well, first, a self, sense of identity. Secondly, a sense of purpose, sense of meaning, and drive and focus. Thirdly, a sense of self-awareness. And fourthly, a plan for the future. It doesn't have to be grandiose or elaborate. If he's still in his 60s talking about, well, you know, I'm still going to see what I want to do. I, I think I'm going to become a rapper and I... Really? At 60. 
that's okay, you know, if uh, you got everything else covered. As I told you, ladies, as long as the person can pay their own bills, that's all that should matter. Same thing for you. All that extra shit, let the young girls deal with it. They're the ones that are going to wind up on the short end of the stick at some point. No matter how you try to tell them, how you try to warn them, you got to learn the hard way, like many of you have. Going for the money. Just like guys that went for the pussy and wound up with a baby. Same thing. Now, some of you ask if a lady should kiss a guy on the first date. Now, here's the interesting thing. I found with older women, if it's a kiss, it's usually a second date. Not always, but usually. A couple of other things. That person may not see you as someone that they can envision themselves within a relationship, just like most other women. But here's the thing. She may be a little bit more vocal about it, in a negative way, but you know, I think we're going to have a good friendship. When she says that she has solidified your place in the friend zone, you in such a you in so much of the friend zone, dude. You got your own parking space. That means she's made a unanimous decision. Now she says something like, "Well, we're friends, and we'll see how things will progress." If she's saying that, you're not in the friend zone. You're in the consideration orbit, so to speak. He hasn't put you there. Now, as I told you, there are different types of titles that they may use, activity partner. Now, that's also code word in certain subcultures here in America to mean fuck buddy. They may specify something like, oh, I'm in the lawn bowling, or I'm in this, or into that. One thing that you'll run across, gentlemen, as well, will be women that have not had sex in a long time. They might have masturbated a lot, but have not had sex in a long time. Because... You know, they've kind of gotten entrenched into what they're doing in their world. And, you know, being a mom and all the rest of this other stuff. And they've forgotten about themselves. Now, here's the thing I would tell you, fellas. Don't get upset if you happen to go before she does, if she is really horny. And the reason why I say that is because you got to remember, this woman has saved up decades years, decades, months of pussy for the right guy. So when she lays it out there, it's about her. But the main thing is foreplay. That will help you immensely. That's your best friend. Now there's some women that don't like foreplay. 
but the majority, at least of the women I've been with, they like foreplay. So what that means is that if the woman is into you, she's going to try to go the same time you do. And she's going to have a lot of intensity if she hadn't had sex in a while. She's going to be tight. She might try to be apologetic by, you know, I'm sorry I'm so tight or whatever. No, no, that's fine. And fellas, sometimes it may take a while to get in there. I ain't gonna kid you. Because they haven't been, nobody's been in there in a while and it be pretty tight. Now, there's some women that it's not so difficult. But that's okay. Now, once you're in there, especially if she's really tight, don't get in the habit of pulling out and going back in and all that shit because it's too much work. Get in there for a while and kind of get used to it. She's going to help you do that. Now, I'm only talking about consensual sex here. Let's make that clear. Now, some of you ladies are wondering whether or not you have to dye your hair down there, cut it or whatever, trim it or whatever. It all depends. If the guy's going to eat you out, shave. I'm just telling you. That'll help. You don't want to be up there pulling gray hairs out of his teeth, going to dinner, and he's got a damn gray hair stringing over his lip. She looks horrible with spaghetti sauce on it. Monica and I was at a restaurant one night. And she crazy shit. Look at his lip. How am I looking at his lip for? Like, quit being so loud. Just look at his lip. We saw a gray strand hanging from his teeth. Going out, and I'm thinking that it's probably, but it couldn't have been in his mustache. He didn't really have one. She noticed it. And she looked at the lady and she said, mm hmm. I know what he was doing before he got here. <laughs> now, the boomer generation, my generation, we don't have as much of an aversion about sex as generations before us. And therefore, people can be themselves. A little bit more openly. But I think what has happened with a lot of generations like Gen X, Gen Y, mainly Gen X and the boomers. The Gen X generation was that last generation of where they were trying to make them a little bit more conservative. They tried to do that with us, but we were more the hippie generation, that type of rebellious type, rebellious type of uh, group. But the one thing that you also can look at is this. When you're planning your day with someone who's older, especially you older guys with a woman in your age group, it doesn't have to be complicated, it doesn't have to be a complex thing. And if she's in your peer group, take for instance, she's 60 and you're 60. And you're both 
are at a point where you're about ready to retire. More than likely, you'll be more considerate of each other's uh, spending capacity. You know, it's just like young couples like 18 that are starting out. And the one thing you don't want to do, you don't want to waste your time with someone who hasn't uh, really prepared a plan for their lives and they're trying to put the onus on you to take care of them. That's the one thing that you don't, you don't deserve that. That's the mistake that they made, whether it's a man or a woman. If they want to get $1,600 a month in child support, I mean not child support, but social security, oh well. That's what they make, that's what they have. You don't have to berate them over that. Disabilities, let's talk about this for a second. You will be discriminated against based on the disability you may have. Let's face it, people will have their preferences, right? The one thing I would advise you to do is if it's something that's obvious that they're going to notice upon meeting you, tell them about it. Educate them on it. So they can either give you the yay or nay. You can do that when you start texting each other. person might not want to be with someone like that. You never know. In other words, don't try to ex don't try to expactor it and just say voila. <laughs> You're a whole different world ball game. The other thing, ladies, carry you some flats with you on your date. I know you want to wear those high heels, have the flats in the car somewhere. But you know damn well your back is gonna start hurting and the arch of your feet's gonna start hurting. Fellas, let me tell you something that older women will do. If she's very comfortable with you, she might even put her feet in your lap and ask you to massage her. It's okay. Nothing's wrong with that. And see, some of them try to be slick because they'll take their ankle and rub it around your... Mm-hmm. They ain't slick. Now, women that have bad feet are not going to do that because you fuck around and hit one of them bunions. Yeah, you got a problem. Now, they have an old wives' tale in Mississippi that if the toe next to a woman's big toe is longer than her big toe, that she's domineering and controlling. That's gonna fuck around and be harmful. <laughs> be married to Oprah like in the color purple. It's up to you. <laughs> but I don't know how true that is. Fortunately, I never had that experience. Hope never to. Now, the other thing too is this. If she had a good time with you, She's going to already have plans for you and her again. And now, one thing about mature women, women in 45 and up usually, 
they usually become like the buddy, so to speak, in the sense that, hey, I got tickets to so-and-so. Come on, let's go. Well, what do you mean you got? Okay. And you go, you go to that event. So, like, if it's something she wants to go to, she's already factored you in. Older women are very considerate, usually, of their partners. But see, before you get to that level, she's got to vet you. Because many of these women only want to fall in love one more time. They want to fall in love and say, okay, shit, this is it. This is the person I'm going to be with. Especially if you're in your 60s. She's looking for just one person because she's not, I'm done with all these other men. I did all that shit back in the day. I'm just looking for one guy to spend the duration of my life with. That's what a lot of women start out with. But see, the problem is between from 35 to 65, that's 30 years of experience right there in education and knowledge. So by the time she's 65, oh, she knows exactly what to avoid. And many of the things she learned along the way, they kick in automatically. It's like muscle memory. Because most women that are out there on the dating scene, they don't want to be out on the dating scene long. And another thing about them is when they get that partner, they don't want to have to go through that experience of dating again. That's the reason why the numbers are so low as people get older. They don't like going through that. See, when they were younger, it was different. When they got married and things like that, it was different. Because it was an adventure. But for some of them, it's kind of intimidating now because they're older. They're not as attractive as they used to be as they see it. Age is a bad thing in our, in our culture and society. Hell, you look at what they're doing with Joe Biden. Talking about he's too old at 80. Well, shit, Trump is only three years younger than he is. If Joe Biden would have gone out there and had plastic surgery and have his hair done and everything, he'd be like Trump. But Biden is okay with the way he ages. That's the difference. Now, Religious views going to be another issue that you guys may be at odds about. It was kind of interesting when I was growing up. My grandfather on my mother's side was a Baptist deacon. And my grandmother on my mother's side was an AME, African Methodist Episcopal minister. And as a kid, I used to wonder, why don't they just team up and go to one church? But that was the way they were reared. And despite those differences, 
they were married. And 72 was their 50th wedding anniversary, 1972. They were married for almost 60 years. My uncle and my aunt were married for 70. And she's Latina and he's black. When people really love each other, oh, trust me, they will make compromises because the weight of being together is far more important than to be without each other. And see, there's some of you ladies out there that have been in relationships, but you've never been in a relationship where a man gave a damn about you. You're still looking for that. Some of you fellas, same thing. That's a fucked up thing to be in a relationship with some, someone and they really don't care. And then you find someone who does and you think it's too good to be true. Some people have had so many messed up experiences in relationships that when they get to a decent one, the decent person, they look at it as an anomaly and they're thinking that the other shoe is going to drop. And some of them break up because they feel as though, let me just go on and end this now because I don't want to get hurt. When you have that mindset, please keep in mind the negative experiences you had now controls you the way you think. You don't want to let it go that far. You want to avoid, as a senior, isolationism. Where you prefer to be alone all the time. Oh, you meet someone online, you're chatting. But as soon as you have any kind of disagreement whatsoever or any kind of different view, automatically you block them. When you get when you get to a point where you become totally intolerant, mm -mm. nope, 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 nope. Mm -mm. There was a lady that wrote in recently. And she was having a problem because after 30 years of marriage, her husband now wants to be a woman. And of course, this didn't set well with her. And their kids are like trying to get dad to go into a retirement home. Well, they're thinking, oh, dad got dementia or something, man. Something ain't right. So, they went into counseling, and a counselor apparently picked up on something. And what that was, the husband had the perception that he was a failure as a man. And the reason they had gone through they had gone through so many hard times in life was because when he met her, 
They started out flipping burgers and really didn't have any plan or anything in life. And he wanted his kids to be more than they came out to be. And what it boiled down to, by trying to do something so drastic, he felt as though he could start over again with his life and his wife would automatically divorce him. That was a hell of an extreme. But some people, you never know what's inside of them. You never know what they're thinking. You never know what making them tick. Sometimes therapy will bring it out. Other times it won't. Sometimes they'll double down and try to hide anything that's going on with them. Now, there's another thing I need to tell you ladies and gentlemen about. If you are a certain age and your kids have kind of like uh, tried to take ownership of you, what I mean by that is, um, Mama, you have your place in our lives. Mama doesn't quite, she loves her kids, loves her grandkids, loves her family, but Mama also want to get her back blown out every once in a while. A friend of mine here in Vegas, his family came out, his mom and dad came out, we're trying to visit him. And my friend and his wife, you know, they were in the bedroom, and he said, To his wife, he said, Hold on, you hear that noise? And he told her, He said, My mom and daddy in the fuck. <laughs> and his wife was getting ready, she had to literally hold him back from going in there and interrupting them. And my friend was crying, he said, he said, I wanted to cry, he said, because I never heard them do that when I was little, I never heard them do that, and now they're doing it, and I was like, I said, well, at least it was your dad with your mom, just keep that in mind, but no, I, I know that feeling he's talking about, because having that grown-ass woman tell me that time, talking about heard you and my mama last night. I'm like, damn. You fucked my mama. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, I didn't want to laugh, but the girl was crying. I'm like, you grown-ass woman, you crying? I'm like, your mama fine as hell. I'm like, hmm. Boy thing, I felt so sorry for her. Okay, I said, my daughter up there, Doing the drama thing, I guess. Yeah, he said, "Well, she gotta get over it." Said, Mama needs her needs met. I'm like, "Yeah, that's true." And I was just thinking, if the dude that you had her with, if he was a little bit more handsome, <laughs> your daughter would have a boyfriend. <laughs> I know I'm going to hell for that, but it's true. 
can't tell me that woman didn't find her husband from a facial car wreck back in the day. Oof. And she's like, yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. I was just so in love with him. And I'm like, well. <laughs> well, everybody said that he was ugly. I knew he was ugly, but I still loved him. I'm like, damn, okay, at least, <laughs> at least you acknowledge that. I'm like, it's a damn shame. That poor girl got to walk around with that scarlet letter for the rest of her life. But, it happens. It happens. Well, folks, I just wanted to cover those things as far as online dating. There is no true, tried, true method to it. The only thing you got to do is do it. And understand that, you know, something positive will probably come out of it. But the main thing is don't share any information that's unnecessary or unwarranted. And uh, scammers will always try to be evasive. They'll usually ask you questions as opposed to answering them. Just remember, don't send them any money. Don't buy any cards for them or anything like that. You'll be okay. It's not as scary as they try to make the online dating experience as. It's not that, it's not like that. Yes, there are one-offs, but for the most part, mm -mm. if it was such a bad experience, nobody would be doing it. Just like flying. So, keep your head up. Stay positive. And I'll talk to you good people on tomorrow. We at Romantic Truth appreciate your listenership. Listeners, you're invited to stream and listen to Jawson's music on Apple Music, Amazon Music, Spotify, Audio Mac, or Deezer. Type in J-A-U-S-A-N in the search for artists to follow and like modern instrumental music from his discography. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those solely of the host and are not condoned, or endorsed by Romantic Truth, Anchor or any of its affiliates. The advice given herein is the expressed opinion of the host and not to be used for legal, marital, or family, counseling, or for professional practice purposes. In the event for professional assistance, please contact the local licensed professional family counselor, marriage counselor or social services professional in your region. If you need someone to talk to in regards to help, you may contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-8255 available 24 hours. All correspondences read on the show have been pre-screened and pre-approved by the submitter to be aired on the show. Be advised that all of the background music of production not provided by Anchor is owned by James Adams and Jaws and One Music exclusively licensed for this Romantic Truth podcast under waiver. Please understand that there were no people or animals hurt in the segments of this show including plants. All sound effects were improvised in the studio setting with props. We are an equal opportunity employer with two Yorkie poodles and a rat terrier as the security detail. Please be advised that the content of this podcast is under copyright by Romantic Truth and James Adams.